three, two, one. Welcome to Breaking Balance. Redefining work, success, and life balance for all sales and marketing professionals. They are international speakers and coaches straight out of Jersey and the home of Spark Tank Media. Here is your host and co-host, Jeff Lobb and Nikki Brand. All right. Hey, we're back. Another Breaking Balance. Uh, this is our first episode of the year. It's Jeff Lobb, Nikki Brand. Hi. And uh, yeah, this is our first of the year. Um, kicking this off. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, so many people are like, ah, it's an amazing New Year. It's like, it's just another day. Like <laughs> we just rolled into the next level of, you know. <laughs> right. Great. We went from one week to the next. <laughs> That's but it, it does feel like a happy New Year in the sense that there's this big relief from so many of us that this 2020 burden is is behind us, literally. Like yeah, it's it's it was- done. It's in the past now. We can say we survived it. Um, we came out on the other side. So, you know, there, there are a lot of, um, friends out there who feel like this happy new year, like there's this newness that really does feel a bit different, even though we're, we're only like a day later, a week later, but there's something different right now. There's a different feel. We need it. Well, look, let's face it. It's a lot of our, our days are mental games, right? It's yes. mental. So yes. whatever it takes to get us past that right. is half our battle. And, you know, I, I think it kind of leads into some of our, our topic of discussion today, mm-hmm. which I think is a really good one. And I hope, I hope you guys really appreciate this one. It's, it's, we're titling it simplify, like mm. simplify. <laughs> simplify. I, I love the sound of it. I love the feel of it. I love the meaning of it. You know, Jeff and I went back and forth talking about what really is inspiring about this new year and to get us going with a topic that feels fresh and not stale and not like, you know, new year, new year, you, all that bullshit. Like we wanted to talk about the realness of, um, life and balance and work and family and everything. And, we broke it down to simply simplify. Simplify. <laughs> simplify. Simplify. So Jeff, start off for us what you, you know, what you see it as, what you feel it as. You know, if you looked at our calendar, if mm-hmm. you looked at our schedule, if you looked at the hectic pace, yeah. not only of just work, but mm-hmm. life of after work and before work, right. it's overwhelming as hell. Yes. Like it's just, you know, there's days I stare at it and go, I see all these color codes now, we're all color coded and scheduling. Ajita. Ajita. It's like, holy like crap. big time. Mm-hmm. So I think by default, this is like needed for us. I mean, this is why we're doing this. This is mm-hmm. us too. Mm-hmm. So I had to look at like our day and I'm like, all right, how, how do we simplify this? Like, how do I just like look at the day and like each appointment has to be a focus because if, you know, that person on the other end is expecting my full attention, mm-hmm. they're expecting my best. Mm-hmm. When we go home, our kids want our best. Our spouse wants our best. And it's like really hard mm-hmm. to do. So sometimes I think what triggered this was we were looking at the calendar. It was like we were, it was like 2.45 in the afternoon. Right. And somebody was talking about tomorrow. And I'm like, I got three more appointments tonight. So I'm fo- simplify. Mm-hmm. Just what am I doing right now? Right. To be my best. Right. And I just, you know, separated that mm-hmm. because not that I don't prepare for tomorrow. I can't think about it right mm-hmm. now. So I had to simplify Mm-hmm. my schedule to minutia of this is what I need to do right now. Right. Simple focus on that. Right. Which that focus when you can hone in on one thing also allows us to be more present mm-hmm. um, and to be where we're at. So often we are 
um, kind of like the, the circle with everything going around us really, really fast. And we get pulled in all those directions and we forget like what we were doing in the first place. Right. Right. So when you're looking at your simplifying of your calendar, let's start there. Uh, So many of us out right now are thinking, oh my God, that stressful calendar that can bring on anxiety, right? Looking at your calendar. hundred percent. And so we need to talk a little bit about how do we simplify the calendar? How do we make it so when we wake up, we're not getting anxiety about the entire week, right? We're not because there is such a thing as we got to prepare for the week. We got to prepare for what we need to do, but we also need to be in that moment of our day. Yep. Um, and to not get so overwhelmed by everything of our day that we can just, you know, how would you simplify your calendar knowing that? Yours is packed. It's packed. It's packed. Well, we all, I mean, we're all packed, but look, I think what has to happen is I think where the anxiety and stress comes in is when we wake up and we're rushed, totally. we're chasing and look, it's going to happen. From the by moment defense. we open our eyes. Chasing it. Right. So I force myself to get up earlier. I force myself to, I don't care if it's 15 minutes early. Like we all get up early. It's a question of what you do when you get up early. So I take my first cup of coffee and I look at that calendar and mentally prepare of like, all right. What do I need to do? Who like who needs what out of me? Right. Because right. our job is to help and serve and, mm-hmm. and help move people. So if we can't get our own head straight, we got mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. So I use that time like to just sit and think. Mm-hmm. And it's usually earlier is quiet time for me because uh, my family's not early birds. I don't know about yours. You guys are early birds? Um, I'm the early bird, yeah. but my husband is too, honestly, now. And I have found I completely agree with you that now that my kids sleep in a little bit. If I choose to wake up earlier, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, yep. an hour, like for me, I've got to incorporate some sort of fitness in the morning. If it doesn't happen in the morning, not it happen. does not happen. Right. I am not a nighttime fitness person. I'm not an afternoon fitness person. It's when I get up. Yeah. Good for you. And I've got to do it now. It's like, it's stressful for me. The guilt I feel I put on myself, I don't do it. So an hour, a half hour, whatever it is. Now it's hard. This is hard stuff, but it does actually help simplify your day. If you give yourself that time in the morning, I can tell you guys listening 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes max, just to do it, to get the hardest part is getting out of bed. Yeah. It's the hardest part. You're cozy. It's warm. You're scrolling through your phone. It's quiet. Right. But next yep. thing you know, an hour goes by and then you're like, oh, shit, here I am. I'm behind. I got to hop in the shower. <laughs> oh, great. Now I'll do your first appointment, you know, and it's not worth it. So simplifying your life can start with your morning. That's right. How do you change your morning routine to make your life easier for the rest of the day? That's right. Right. And we, we talk about by nine o'clock. I mean, even if you don't have kids, you get a pets or animals, whatever. Right. But even sometimes by nine o'clock, your day is already shot. Mentally, oh you're burnt. So you're much, going out the door. So much to do. And you're like, holy cow, I haven't even started my day. And mentally, I'm right. wrecked. Right? right. So, you know, I think you have to figure out how to use, like we talk about compartmentalizing yes. stuff too, but we simplify things that we know it's always going to go off the rails. One of the things we have to be understand is I've already accepted that change is going to happen every day. Mm-hmm. Something's going to change on me every day. I know it and I accept it. I just have to roll with it. So by simplifying this stuff, it also helps me prepare for when things go off the rails, I already know what I have to do in that appointment. So when I do get to that appointment, I'm prepared. Right. 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 I already thought it through because I will get rushed. I will get pushed. I'll get diverted. Mm-hmm. But since I already thought about it this morning, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I got to do. So when 
it snaps and it's showtime. I'm going to talk. I got to go. I know what I'm doing. Right. I feel better. At least I know what I'm doing versus (laughs) like, holy crap, I got to push the button or I got a meeting. Being behind behind is such a stressful feeling. And it really, like, I hate, I hate clutter. I hate clutter. And (laughs) a, a decluttering of the mind is just as good as decluttering your office is just as good as decluttering your bedroom. Like it, it just, the more things add up around you and I'm guilty of it, especially like in some spaces where I can't think unless things are decluttered. So if we're talking about simplifying decluttering is a big part of that. Can you walk into your office? Unless of course you are a type of person that loves clutter. If that works for you. Awesome. No. But if you're not a if you if you don't like how it makes you feel, trust me. Take Monday. Take this coming Monday to clean your office. Declutter yourself will help simplify your life. Your paper will be where you need it to be. Your you know your all the coffee cups that are sitting on my goddamn desk will be in the garbage. Like those type of things are annoying, and it will it, it honestly causes me anxiety. And I know so many people out there just don't take that time, that small time, to get their shit cleaned. And then you realize, okay, wait a second here. I feel better. I can breathe better. Why? The it's space a, it's is a different. feeling of accomplishment. Like, yes. you feel like you did something. It's right. like when people say, make your bed in the morning. Like that yes. feeling of, getting, yes. I get it. But you know, mm-hmm. we struggle to do it. It's the little things that we, you know, need to simplify and kind of do that stuff. Right. But it um, does help, right? It's hundred percent. I mean, I think, you know, as we get into the day, you know, it helps your mindset get a little fresh because right. we know we've seen just about everything thrown at us in the past year or so. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the hardest part most people have, and we kind of said the word and I kind of twisted a little bit is that compartmentalize, right? Right. Some people will ask me this question too. Like, Jeff, how do you, like when it's time to like, you know, deliver a presentation or when you're going to go on a stage or whatever that is, how do you like flip the switch? And I said, well, you learn to like flip the switch in anything we do because like I was on a, a Zoom call two weeks ago, two weeks ago. 10 minutes before that call, my phone rings from my son with a major injury, like going to the, like going to the hospital, stressful, like it all upset. And I'm like, in like, so dad mode, dad mode, total dad mode, hundred percent. And I've got to be like mentally, like, holy crap, I gotta be there. But in the same moment, the other people on the other side in 10 minutes, not that they don't care. They're expecting me to deliver what I expect, what I promise. Right. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. how do I decompartmentalize? And I'm not sure if it's something we practice. Mm-hmm. I think it's just an awareness. Mm-hmm. So right away when I got out of dad mode, I had to get out of dad mode real quick. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, I got to help him. So I made two quick phone calls. He was already being taken care of. It wasn't right. like I had to run, right. but two quick phone calls. Can you please help jump into the conversation? Let him know I'll be there in an hour or two or whatever it is. And I just, not that I delegated, but I kind of had to push it off to the other people mm-hmm. and then literally flipped my mind to not that I didn't think about it, but straight into the presentation mm-hmm. and smile, energy all in. Now, don't get me wrong. When you're done with some of that, you're exhausted because emotionally it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. And then of course it is, you're thinking about it, but I'm not expressing it. Right. Like almost how dare I not you know, give my best to somebody that's, that's expecting that. Mm -hmm. So, and while I'm sure they'd be understanding that, Oh my God, your son. And Mm -hmm. sure. But at the end of the day, everyone's paying for a service or a value and we have to deliver. Mm -hmm. Or if we're making a sale, we've got to go do our best to do it. Right. So I have that ability for some reason. I don't know how it's hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just part of the emotional intelligence thing we talk about, but I can like flip the switch and go into on mode, Mm -hmm. but don't get me wrong. 
when I'm off mode again, it's going to impact me. Sure. I got to absorb it all. Right? right. Right. So I think we need to just learn that in just day-to-day stuff. Like when your kid calls and he's like freaking out or something from school mm-hmm. and yet you're trying to work and you the boss or whoever's on you. So the question is, because a lot of us are dealing with this work balance thing and a lot of us are still home still. Yeah. You got the kid flipping about school yep. and you're trying to do a zoom. Mm-hmm. The question is, what do you do? How do you compartmentalize that? What I'm hearing from you is you deal with the kid mm-hmm. and then you deal with the work. It's very hard or you deal with the work and then you deal with the kid. It's very hard to be like, Oh, hold on a second, Joe. Hey, the kids. All right. Oh, hey, you're back. Right. That is really hard to do. Yes. That's not simplifying your life. That's clutter and cluster and aggravation. And we do have, look, we even have clients that are in that role too, where they have kids at home. Yes. But I think we've come to a point now of even acceptance too. Like I'm not getting that. Like if we were sitting here right now and my kid just walked into the studio. It wouldn't be like. I'd be like, hey. Right. Come on in. Right, like, right, it's just right, almost acceptance. Right, You're to, right. So, but I, I do understand that you got to stop the problem real quick and mm-hmm. then go back all in. Mm-hmm. You can't do both, right? I see people doing both like all like for a half hour. I'm like, okay, can we just focus? We move on. Like, what would well, it play that, back? That's, like, that's the frustrating thing. And I think that's a little nugget to take away from here is if you can learn to look at kind of like the the chaos that might be in our lives, like the unexpected call, the kids that are at home, all these things, how do we balance it? Well, the balance would be, the simplify would be to, to truly be with one, one and then be able to be with the other. Right. And if that's not like, if it's not able, if you are not able to do that in the moment, then you learn from whatever went wrong and that's then right. try, cause it, it's stressful. Yeah. And it's not perfect. You know, it's not I always going to work that way. I see it at home with my own husband who is, um, he's like a high level executive who has now had work in healthcare. He's had to work from home for the last year. Yeah. Uh, I still can't believe it. And my son is five. And he's pain in the ass and yeah. I love him to death. Obviously but he's now home yeah. screaming while my husband's there. So what we had to do was make him an office with a door that closed that he could be private. We never had a home office before right. this. Don't touch. Now we have a home office, the playroom. Yeah. There's no longer <laughs> no play- no playroom. No playroom for you. But that's how we had to simplify <laughs> our life. So my husband could have peace and work. And now my, you know, so like, if you see daddy's door is shut, obviously it's because he needs quiet. Like Mm -hmm. he's on an important call. So those are the changes you make to simplify your life. Some things have to get sacrificed as a playroom is done, (laughs) but now we're doing a basement over. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what happens. Or somebody's going to get really sacrificed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But that's where you go with that. So, all right. So let's move on to, um, let's talk about, I think one of the other things that needs simplified. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of confusion right now. There's a lot of um, noise. Yes. Simplifying our message. Definitely. Like what we do, how we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so much confusion. People might make things complicated. Definitely. And I, I think that's, again, another repercussion of last year. We, you know, we used to do this and now we do that. And so let's let's take a moment and ask yourself, okay? I want everyone out there to ask themselves, like, let's what is your message? First of all, like redefining your who and better yet your what, what are you doing in your business? Like, what is your purpose? Who is your target audience? Um, Who do you want to attract? Where are you looking to make your money? 
I think asking the W questions mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. now <clears throat> is a great time to do that, to simplify, to reevaluate, to reconnect with your office um, as a like clean slate in January. Yeah. Even just, even just redefining, making sure people are very clear on their roles. Absolutely. Um, we had a really great scenario. It was, it was a great turn of events. We had this, this um, executive um, sales manager, you know, some people have titles that really sometimes mean one thing, but they're also overlapping into others. Right. The, the real job at the, at the end of the day was corporate sales. It was right. selling right. product. Right. But because somebody had this title that maybe said manager or this or that and had like three different roles, once this person said, and this was, a, she, she actually said it herself. She goes, once I realized that I'm really just in sales. I mean, I know I manage other things and I have a higher role responsibility, but sales is the number one thing I got to do. When she acknowledged that, she was, I mean, the turn of this person's personality and mindset, she wasn't struggling with what her job was anymore. Right. She had to go out and make sure she had created new accounts, new revenue, and that was her main focus. While she still managed stuff, sales was the clarity. I guess she was fighting, like, do I really need to sell? I don't know if I want to sell. No, you're in sales. Mm-hmm. And that was the core role. Um, the title stayed. Right, right. But, so it was amazing to see such a turn of a person. How funny is that? Just simply. Clarification. Clarification. <clears throat> clarifying what she does in her role. I mean, I think it, I think that really raises a good point. A lot of people, when they get hired or a lot of people who are doing the hiring, mm-hmm. I think reevaluating and looking at your staff, looking at your employees and say, you know, I think we need to, to talk about roles here. And really being concise on what you're doing, because I can tell you sometimes the you and I, we just had this discussion, like re re, talking. Okay. Let's just go back and let's just redefine what I need to do. What do I need to nurture in this role? That's right. And it is very helpful to the employer and the employee because, um, it sets me up for success That's right? in the return direction. sets you up for success. Yeah. And that direction is needed. And a lot of you out there might not be thinking that that's important, but to simplify <laughs> your office to help you become more organized and more successful is redefine your roles of who you're working with and yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the simplicity of it, well, I keep using this word. Right. It's like exactly. crazy. I can't right? stop saying it, but so we, um, so this morning, we were working with a, um, a team that had um, a new member join them. Right. And if you look at when you're new to the role, there's so many things you got to do. It's overwhelming as right. hell. There's like a whole 30 day ramp up. And yeah. Yeah. So when we were talking to this gentleman, he has such a great personality. I said, let me help you make this easy. Mm-hmm. If you could just go get one appointment a day, like all this stuff you got to do. Right. But if you just looked at your calendar and said, I just need one appointment a day. And that would fix a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Just work on that. Was he like, he was like, he's like, that's brilliant. Well, I said, well, he, he, he's like, that makes it a lot easier right? because right. you still have to do all these, yeah. but, but understand your core day needs to have one new appointment with one new client. Exactly. And for that person's role, that would make all the difference in the world mm-hmm. because most people never do that in the beginning. For right. 60, 90 days. Right. So if we didn't make it simpler, I could tell, I've looked at the sheet of things he had to do in the first 30 days of just onboarding. And, and I was overwhelmed. I'm like, holy crap. There's a lot. Yeah, of stuff there's a lot right. I could see getting stuck just on number three. Right. Like I'm not right. The, right. I'm right. Done. And then done. 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 I'm tapping out. Where I'm going to go stare at social media for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. and just... <laughs> scroll. <laughs> scroll. Scroll. <laughs> scroll. <laughs> scroll drama. Yeah. So yes. So that it's the awareness of that. So I'm starting to use it in my day to day by just trying to get all this crazy 
stuff. Mm-hmm. Just give you like the one thing. What's the one, one important thing today you got to get done? <laughs> right, exactly. So, and we lose, hey, listen, it's hard when you're uh, the, the word focus, we say it a lot in my house, um, but you lose your focus sometimes. And I think that's another great thing about a January, about a newness of a new year is, you know, refocus, um, getting on that right plan um, path, you know, I think the work being concise about what I'm supposed to be doing, it does really help when it comes to goal setting. Um, you know, we talked a little bit on our last show about the un, like the un, uh, we talk about intentions rather than, you know, resolutions. resolutions. And so when you're looking at being, um, you know, clear and having an intention for this year, um, I think it starts really with that concise of what I'm doing and having that, you know, path set ahead. Yep. Um, you know, what else could be simplified in your day? I mean, when it comes to being home. Oh, well, I can um, tell you straight like, up. Like, oh. Jack. Dinner. Oh, I was just going to say dinner. Like, holy crap. We, we're going right. to go home. As soon as so I say this, go home. This seems <laughs> ridiculous, but every single uh, sales professional out there, every single marketing guy, every single woman out there who is working. Someone's got to come home and cook, whether you are a good cook, if you're a female or if you're a good cook, a male, doesn't matter, gender, sex, whatever. Someone's cooking dinner. Someone's cooking. Or you're ordering dinner. Or you're you're ordering. But you can't tell me listening right now, this isn't an issue in your home. What's for dinner? Guilty as charged. Last night. What's your dinner, John? And this is my... Like I, I dread that call. Yes. Like, like, or who's going to call who first? And we, unfortunately we're late eaters. Okay. I don't love eating late. It's not healthy to eat late, but My, our lives are just late. Right. Like so, late, like you're like eight o'clock eaters. Like eight o'clock. Okay. I know like some, That's late. like we have a guest over or something and we're like, like I gotta have a snack or something, man. Like I ain't got to. So, I mean, yes. Cause we, and a lot of times, cause we have moving parts with sports or who does right. that. Sure. So we try and eat when everyone's back. Right. But right now what's for dinner, what's for dinner is the hot button item. Nightmare words. I don't want to hear causes that. fights between spouses yes. because we're working. We're tired. We've got kids. We don't have kids. It's constant. So I was saying to Jeff, like it's so relatable out there that you're all listening to this and going, oh my God, what do we do? I'm going to offer up some suggestions and take them or leave them. But when it comes to a lot of people now are on the the health kick, which is awesome. But a lot of people don't like, (laughs) like I, the thought of cooking everything on a Sunday for the week, some people love doing that, getting your meals set for the week. That stresses me out. Um, because I feel like, oh my God, there's so much to buy and I got to do this meal prep. That's the word. Meal prep. Yeah. So if you're a meal prep person, awesome. Cause it really does work for meal prep people. They get their week. Great. All set looks out. great too. It I've looks so oh good God, in the little containers. <laughs> yeah. If you're not a meal prep person like myself, however, you still want to be healthy and you don't want to talk about what goddamn is for dinner for every night, then Sundays is a great day to discuss the communication with your spouse about the week. So, and if you're not going to cook at all, that's fine. But the discussion starts Sunday. Yeah. It wouldn't even be, I mean, we're thinking through this too. It wouldn't even be bad to have, like I said, if you had the conversation, I think my biggest challenge with dinner or cooking dinner or helping with cooking dinner or however we do it, sometimes you get the kids to cook, is to me, 
is availability. Mm -hmm. Meaning if it's not available in the house well, or no, there already, got, I then I eat, I'll eat like crap. Right, right, I would right, never, like right. I'll just, Whatever we got. We Ramen, mac and cheese, whatever. Like whatever stupid, the kids need to. Stupid. So to me, it's availability. Right. So it's preparing, I guess, on that front end of what it's, do we need? Right. It's the discussion. Right. It's the communication. It's opening it up with the people in your home or if you live alone yourself saying, okay, how do I get prepared? And do I feel like prepping all day Sunday? Okay. Don't. Well then let's have the talk. My husband and I will say, okay, what do you want to do this week for dinner? Now it's an annoying topic to have, but I'd rather have it on Sunday, on Sunday we're at rather than every every night. Like I yeah. can't, it drives me crazy. So on Sunday we'll say, okay, let's cook a pot of sauce and then maybe we'll crack a chili yep. and then maybe, okay, someone's going to want chicken. So then the unfortunate trip to the food store has to happen. Yeah. I'm usually that guy. Right. I so did. my husband does night. it. I did it last night. And yeah. so he's the guy too. Cause I hate it so much. Yep. And then if that's the case, you shop and you get prepared. And if you're like, you know, my family, we both cook because, you know, this is how it goes. Yes. Um, Welcome to today. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, somebody's going to cook. Right. Exactly. It's, it's you. But it is one of those things to simplify for your life. It's not always going to happen. You're going to end up ordering pizza one night. It's fine. You're going to yep. go through a drive through once in a while. But when it comes down to it, it's just so stressful and so relatable. So is it possible? I'm really, I'm really thinking this, like it could be possible. Could we actually on a Sunday put together a weekly menu? So, so, that, so, and I say that not like to be some organized, like I'm going to be this like mm -hmm. chef and cook, right? but I've got some, like, I can almost delegate this to a few kids that really like cooking. I got to feel like, but what if I just said, here's what we're going to cook this week. So I just, I know it's available. So I know it's in the house. Yes. Like if it's in the house, we at least know, ah, it's chicken tonight, yes. we're chicken, yes. get that baby out to frost it. So Absolutely. at least I know, cause that's half the battle is knowing what we're going to do knowing then do we have it yes so well i'm saying a menu like you don't have to be a chef and put all the ingredients no, but together. why I'm just not saying, spell but that baby out we're talking about plans in place for mm. our you know calendars why not have a plan in place for mealtime yeah, because it really there. does happen that we work all day or even like you know the moms who are home who are staying home with their kids like it, it's still very frustrating at night to go oh i'm exhausted what are we doing yeah have it planned out. And I'm going to challenge both of us. Yeah. That, okay. I knew we were going there. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you. Yep. And I'm going to challenge gonna, myself as well. Schedules. Yeah. And I want to see, I want to see our menu. Yeah. And like you said, we're not chefs, No. but I if I say, okay, you know, we're going to do like taco Tuesday, taco Tuesday and we're going to have like chicken on Wednesday, pork chops, like try to figure it out. Yep. And then do are we, we less it? stressed? Yes. Are okay. we less stressed okay. by the end of the week okay. with the dinner time? Because if we can simplify our lives yep. and take away the dinner time argument. It's the what's for dinner <laughs> challenge right now. <laughs> what's for dinner? Hashtag what's, Hashtag for, dinner. what's for dinner. <laughs> this is it. We're going to do it because this is my, look, we're, we all have our weakness, right? That's mine. That's my vice. And Same, man. I dread those it's three words. Aggravating. Um, it's a fight. Yeah. And I think I got some kids I could delegate this to. So you got to feel. Yeah. I think you got a well, few kids. And, you know, then you think about maybe you're the solo person, but think about it. even I was even thinking like, what if I was just single? Like, and right. I know a lot of friends that are single and they still come home if there's not, they don't really want to cook either sometimes. So they and I'm order sure out. they're ordering and spending more money. Or they go, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Shit. 
and then and don't then eat. they're doing something crap or right. eating like like cereal. So I think it's the same problem. Yes. Um, no it's matter universal. how many gaggle kids you have or don't have, yeah, it's universal. Right, it is. So let's see if um folks out there, if if you come up with a really good idea, with we would love to hear it. Yeah. Honestly. Oh yeah. We like, would love to hear share that baby. <laughs> um, what your thoughts are? But honestly, I feel like the hashtag What's for dinner? Let's for get dinner. our menu going. Yeah. And let's see, you know, if if. That would say that would just make nights away. better. Let's face it. End of the day, like yesterday was a day. You're like tired, yesterday was man. A day. I was You're working all night. day. You're tired. You don't want to deal with it. No. But if you knew it was done, getting done, or at least you had the plan in place, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as stressful. Yeah. And let's face it, you wouldn't be hungry. That's true. I won't be hungry either. Because <laughs> that sucks too. And then I can actually get some other Coming stuff done. Coming home being hungry. <laughs> Yeah, hangry. And hangry, yeah, hangry, right? We have many hangry moments in my house. Yeah, Watch get, out when mommy's hungry. Well, then I get stupid about it. Like, then we just become off the rails with yeah. our health and everything else. It just becomes it's a, a spiral. Sh- it's sh- a down, right? So let's fix this. All right, we're going to fix that. All, all right. right. So where are we at? All right. We still have that. We only got a few minutes left here. Right. So um, we talked about not making no um, resolutions. resolutions. So the unresolution. But, but we still, I love the idea of a word. Though, yes. Right. I love the idea of a yeah, word. Yeah, we're going to close with words. Um, so I think we need to close with our words. You want to go first? Sure. Yeah, go first. What's your word? Um, and why? Well, I, with much thought, um, my word is consistency. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I I thought of the word grace and I thought of the word, you know, um, focus. But for me, consistency. Consistency with um, following up on my health consistency with some projects that I've started consistency with following up on um, I would say the gremlins that follow me with things that I just put off um, and, and, and fighting those things and dealing with those things, but I can't get the word out of my head consistent. Why can't you be consistent? You're a life coach. You're a certified life coach. You're a mom. You, you run a household. You have a job. I'm going to prove myself wrong. The struggle's real. It's I want to become more consistent with my goals. I am a goal setter um, and I want to hold myself accountable. But in order to do that, the magic word is being consistent. Great one. Good one. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I love this exercise too, because it really makes you think, right? It sure does. Every time I went away from this word, came back. And that's when I said to myself, this is obviously my word. I have to learn consistency and can I do it? You know, I love a good challenge. And honestly, you know, I've been through, we've all been through a lot in our lives and I love looking what I've overcome already. Like anytime I'm just stuck and done and don't feel I can, I always say you've been through worse. Yeah. And it does help me because I go to a moment where I go, God, I got through that. I can do this. Yeah. So the word consistent mm-hmm. helps me with that because I think, oh, how am I going to, well, wait, I've been through worse. I can do this. I can be consistent with these things that are lined up. So that's my word, Jeff. It's a good one. Um, so I thought hard on mine. I was like, okay, um, lots of good words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm staring at mine because it's over on the wall over there too. So I'm using the word stop which sounds like a negative connotation, like stop. But to me, stop is pretty powerful. So when I look at stop, I've always kind of hung my hat on stop waiting, Mm. stop waiting for things to happen, stop overthinking, stop um, 
you know, um, the negativity of reading people's stuff. Stop mm-hmm. caring about what people think right. about you. Stop Which is hard, 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 um, hard. So to it's do. it's a stop with a lot. And what I'm doing now, and as I created my little whiteboard over there, you mm-hmm. can't see it, but it's over there. I see it. And every time I think of something that I need to stop, I'm jotting it down. So I've got the. So I just framed out the word stop, mm-hmm. and all around it, I'm just writing things that have to stop. And it could be um, stop. Um, Stop working with people who don't want to try. Like stop working with some people who don't want to at least give 100%. So I'm getting those stops to a lot of things in a positive way. Right. The positive spin on stop. I love it. Yeah. So it's a positive spin on stop. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be my word. It's going to evolve. And uh, yeah, if you guys have words to share them. Yes. um, I would love, I love hearing people's words and their whys to their words. I think it's another great little exercise maybe for your office um, to, to help with some bonding in the new year is yeah. ask people what's their, what's your word? What's your word? Sit and think on it. And it's about the why of the word, right? Like Absolutely. why is the word? So the word's cool, but it really, it's all the evolution. So now every day I'm thinking about stop. What yeah. I, not why? stop the stop this, stop that. So <laughs> stop procrastinating. Stop. <laughs> It'll keep going. Right. Right. All right. So um, listen, it's a great, great wrap. I hope there's a bunch of nuggets for you. Um, yeah. I, I got, so. I, I think we have some of our own challenges yeah. for dinner. Yes. For dinner challenge. Yeah. We got going. We got it. Um, so we're excited to see you guys on the next episode. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to reach out, email breakingbalance at sparktankmedia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Lobb here, Nikki Brandt, reach out to us on social, however you want to meet up. And we'll see you guys on the next one.